making tamales for the first time tonight. Are you really? Yeah. My brother lives in Arizona, and they this is a really cool, thoughtful gift. But they have a, they're a favorite tamale restaurant, or yeah. a restaurant that features great tamales. So they thought, what if we buy all these tamales, freeze them, pack them, and send them to our, our families? We're excited. I have, a, I have a tamale joke. Do you? Yeah, have you ever heard that, the, the weather forecast? It says it's going to be chilly today and hot tamale. Yeah, <laughs> chose to forget it. Do not put that on. No. That is how we start episode no. number twenty-seven of Not Your Father's Faith. <laughs> Jeff's hot tamale joke here hot with Jeff Pam and Scott. Hey, what is time that I attempted to eat a tamale? I didn't quite know what it was. This is ages ago, and I started to eat the husk. The husk. Why do you? And I thought, oh, this is not. And I, I remember being. We were at a restaurant with a group of people, and I didn't want to embarrass myself by going, "What? This is horrible." And then. Uh, uh, the waitress came over, the server came over and said, no, you don't eat that part. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Hey, there's, a, there's a cigar called Leaf by Oscar. And the, the wrapper of the cigar isn't like cellophane. It's actually a tobacco leaf. And so, um, you know, uh, Al and Linda Church, uh, somebody gave uh, Al one to give to Linda. And we, we were, no, you're supposed to take that leaf take off. To take the outside <laughs> leaf, leaf off. All right, so I'm not the only one. Right. All right, so uh, Faith. You know, we talked about uh, a couple of heavy words that I think we all agreed might have lost a little bit of meaning, and that's mm-hmm. mercy and grace, mm-hmm. a few episodes of Not Your Father's Faith Ago. And this one, I almost put in that, did I say it correctly? Not Your Father's Faith Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was a pretty nice alliteration. Did I mess it up? No. I don't know. It sounded <laughs> great. <laughs> It'll erase my 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 bad grammar from their mind. Thing is, and you haven't written that. <laughs> well, I didn't write that part down. A few episodes of Not My Father's Faith ago. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Pam, weigh in. Um, it it sounded funny. It didn't sound correct. It <laughs> uh, was chunky. Okay. Well, just know that I'm going to point out anything that is questionable from either like I do. <laughs> All right, so where was I? Oh, we were talking about grace and, and mercy. Yeah, right. And I, th- I think we agreed that really impactful words that maybe we need reminding what, what they what they mean because we I think we throw them out there, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Maybe because they're so overused. Re- recklessly, yeah. 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 And faith, which is the word we're going to key on tonight, I, I almost included in that in that group of words. In, in one sense, I would say absolutely, you're absolutely right, right? But I think the rich, uh, this deeper, um, this, this richness that we can uh, go to uh, when we talk about faith. Yeah, so it is simple. It's faith. It's it's belief. It's right. But I think that you know, let's talk about what I. You should be able to see faith. In other words, it's not it's not a uh, not something that's ethereal, right? Something that's in the clouds. Like faith. I, well, I have faith. Well, how do how do I know you have faith? Let's take it out of um, uh, a spiritual religious setting. Let's take faith in something else. Faith in your spouse. Spouse. Well, that's right. a good one. Right. Right. So faith in your spouse. You can say you have faith in your spouse. It's like it's like the old. Remember the old uh, the old thing you used to do. We can do it. Why do we have to do this? Right. Right. And right. he'll you fall backwards to oh, Scott. Right. Go ahead. Get up on the table. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's happening right now. This is when we need video and not your crazy sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) Better than your sound effects. Where where are your stuff? Oh, there's 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 there
Yeah, right, so, 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 so lust we've been able, and she is trusting, she's not dancing. She is trusting me to, to having faith in me that I'll be there when she, when she decides back, to, to fall, fall backwards. Fall back, yeah, right, right. So that's so. Here I come. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> Scott bends over to tie his shoe right now. <laughs> One of the definitions of faith is the substance or assurance of things we hope for mm-hmm. but have not yet received. I started with the base definition. It's like that, that trust or confidence in something something outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think whenever we talk them up and whenever it comes to faith, that, that comes without the proof, without the need of proof. What level of proof do you need for, for it to be faithful with or without that proof? Strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. I'm not sure I understand what what what, what the apprehension part yeah. means. So strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Hebrews 11.1 1, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Simply put, the biblical definition of faith is trusting in something you cannot explicitly prove. Mm, I like so, that. Mm-hmm. so these are all basically saying the same thing. Tease this out, um, out of my mind is what I mean. <laughs> I heard this before, that, that God has given us enough evidence in this world to make faith a most reasonable proposition but he's left enough out that we can't. Uh, what is it that we can't? Li- that we have to to make faith reasonable, right? Just like you, like you can't prove a negative. Like let's say let's say we went into a uh, an old house or whatever, or someone's house, you know, and they say, you know, well, um, no, we don't we don't have mice. Well, how do you know? I've never seen one. Well, that that doesn't that doesn't prove anything mm-hmm. because you've never mm-hmm. seen them. But if, if, if I might say, well, I, I know I have them. Have you seen them? Well, no, I haven't seen them. But I've seen some signs that, that indicate that this might be the case. I see some scratching here. I see some droppings there. never seen mice. But there's enough evidence for me to believe that I have mice. And so I, I, I take it that way. There's enough evidence around just, you know, just, in our, just in creation itself, for me at least, when I think of things of how our, how our mind works and how, how the eye works and things like that, there's enough evidence for me to believe that it would take an intelligent uh, mind to uh, create these things, you know? The non-believer would tell you without proof how, how can it be true. I think it would be, I think... For, how would you answer that, Scott? Or Pam, how would you answer that if someone said that? Well, I think I, I have gone through a lot of that questioning stuff myself or, you know, just in the recent years. And the what brought me to, to faith was the people around me, um, the, the faith of people that I trusted... Um, opened me up to that possibility and I think I, it came down to a place of this is the most reasonable possibility I mm. I don't need the evidence backing it up whenever it just makes sense in my mind mm-hmm. at this point like it got to a point where it, it clicked in that way and that's where my faith jumped off from 
uh-huh. it became the best answer. So that, that's I like where that. I started. I like How about you, Scott? I, I, uh, and maybe this is contradictory, um, but I, I can't imagine a world without believing, without faith. Yeah. Um, and I don't understand a lot of the Bible and and a lot of the, the teachings. I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, very ignorant in that regard. And there's certainly things that I question, but I can't imagine not for, for my own selfish, you know, reasons, I want to believe there's something there that, that's that I can turn to and put mm. all of my, you know, questions sure. and, and, and uh so yeah, I want there to be a God. Even yeah. if we can't explain it, even if someone were to today somehow def- you know, say this. This this isn't true. This yeah. here's proof. This isn't true. There is no God. Yeah. I'd be like, I still need there to be a God for, for me to get through each day. Does that make sense? Oh no, yeah, it does. I, you know, so I was uh, visiting with somebody tonight that I'll be doing a um, a funeral for. Her her husband passed away. Um, young man, thirty six. In a conversation, she kind of said, "Sometimes I take responsibility for." My husband's—he died of ALS. Uh, responsibility for his uh, illness. I feel like maybe. Well, first she prefaces she doesn't really doesn't really have a belief in God. She doesn't believe that there is a God. She doesn't really know. And but then she said, "I feel like God's punishing me through through what what He did to him." And I was like, "Well, number one, number one, I, I've dedicated most of my life to to this pursuit of God." Helping other people pursue God, understand to the best of our human ability to understand God and His uh, plan, maybe His desire for for humanity, and most of my life doing that. And um, I, I told her, I said, I got to tell you, if that's Him, then I I chose the wrong thing because I don't want to serve a God like that, the God that would punish somebody. Uh, by by doing something mean, I said, you would ne- you would never do that to your children, like never, like who, who would ever do that? What what good parent? Not not, not even a great parent. <laughs> what good parent would punish their younger child for something the older child did? Like you know, it's just it just doesn't make sense. And so I said, um, you know, that's it's interesting because you don't believe the God you don't believe in uh, is actually the God I don't believe in. <laughs> Right, said, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she's saying, like, I, I, I think what she's saying is, like, I can't believe in a God that would do things that I see happening, and I just I just can't wrap my, my mind around a, a God that would do that. So I don't believe in him. And, um, like, like, I get that. I get that. It's the old, you know, the old... Uh, Conundrum, you know, why do why does uh, bad why do bad why, things? Why does God allow this? Yeah, or, why do, yeah, why does bad things happen to good people? Right, and good things happen to bad people. Yeah, why does God allow this? If God, if God is God is who He says He is, uh, if He's capable of changing this, right, and He doesn't, what kind of God is that? And if He's not capable of changing, what kind of God is that? You know, and it's like either one of those. I don't understand. And I go, I, like I get it, like I get it. And that's that to me, is where faith comes in. Like, I, like I, to be honest with you, um, I'm I'm pretty convinced that there is a God. Like, I'm I'm pretty like that. That's not a faith thing for me, if that makes sense. Like, I'm pretty convinced there is. Like, just just by looking at nature and things like that. It's not. But but now the the trusting and faith in Him, like trusting in Him, in in when I see the world 
things that happen of understanding this God. Yeah, that faith comes in there. But I'm pretty, I don't know, maybe that's a bad thing to say. I'm pretty convinced. But it would take, I don't know what it would take for someone to try to convince me Otherwise. that there, there was no God. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think there's enough, well, I'll go back to my thing, there's enough, God's given us enough evidence that we, that we uh, that's what it is, God's given us enough evidence that we, um, that makes faith the most reasonable proposition, but left, en- left enough out that we, uh, that we <laughs> almost had it. I almost had it. It was coming in so right close. there. I'll get it before this it. podcast ends. <laughs> Is it the same thing for you, Pam, or, or do you follow Jeff's you know logic that it's it, you can separate the two, or at least to a degree? Boy, now that you said that, I don't think that is me. <laughs> now, that I, now that I heard, now that I heard you define what I said, I don't think that's, that's not me. what I meant to say at all. <laughs> well, it's it's as though you start that there's a point A and then there's a point B. Huh. I don't know. There's a belief you have to believe in God first before yeah, you can I think, have faith. I, you put faith. Yeah, in God. yeah. I, maybe that's what I'm saying. So there's a scripture that says that. Uh, you know, you first have to believe that he exists. So, you know, maybe that's maybe you have to have faith that he exists. Maybe that those two words are interchangeable. You know, here's one more definition: to have faith in God is to make a practical commitment, the kind involved in trusting God or trusting in God. Yeah. And I need help from the two of you to understand what's the difference between trusting God. Or trusting in God, because clearly this is meant to to make a distinction. Make a distinction between yeah. the two. Trusting I think, I think God or trusting in God. You know, well, I think that's one of those things where would would almost need the author here to ex- help explain what the what they meant when they said that. Webster. Uh-huh. Webster. Seems <laughs> interchangeable. To Where me. is that, Mr. Webster, these see, days? Me, <laughs> Siri, Look call, him up. Siri, call Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, trying to call Webster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that means either. I, I don't know. I think we're, 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 we're you know, uh, just dipping our toes around this thing of faith. and we overcomplicating um, it? I mean, is it really just... Simple. Probably we are. That'll be a good bet. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. We need Pam just to kind of cut to the okay. chase. Go ahead, Pam. Cut to Listen. the chase. I went through a period of time where I would say I was faithless, where I did not have faith in God. I walked away from the religion I had grown up in, and I don't know that I ever stopped believing in the existence of God, but mm. I didn't care either way. Mm. I wasn't worried about it. And the God that I had known up until that point, it was, yeah, I, I didn't want that God in my life mm. at all. I didn't, if that was the God that was out there, I didn't want him to know me. I didn't want to know him. I, I didn't want him to know my kids. Like I, nothing. I wanted to walk away from that. And it had a lot to do with the, the religion that I had walked away from. It, it had painted a picture of God that I did not want to look at anymore. So, um, yeah, I had a period of time where f- there there was not any thought about faith, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe that's what I'm talking about because you said <clears throat> you walked away from Him, so you you didn't have faith, but you 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 you, you, you acknowledged there was a God. God. 
I guess yeah. that's, I guess that's what I was saying. Like I like I, I acknowledge there's well, a God. You can't no. correct that now. You said what you said. <laughs> I don't even know what you I said. You can't you can't piggyback on Pam here. You can't do that. I'm going after the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, my, it's my wagon to the smart one. What does that say about me? I don't yeah. know. The truth. That's what that says. Yeah. I find right, so, I, so what Pam said is pretty said, much what you said. What she said. Yes. <laughs> Told you I'm hitching my wagon over there to her her, mm-hmm. her tractor. I don't see any any hitch on your tractor. No it's like uh, hook my wagon to <laughs> Stay Scott. Just stick to your pottery. So so let's go back to the simplest form of faith, and that's basically believing in something moving forward. That yeah. So let let me. So this is this is where I think I think faith needs to be demonstrated. For like you can't just say you have faith; it has to be demonstrated somehow. That's what I think. So no, no. The so question is then: so how how do we demonstrate that with uh, with God? How do we demonstrate our faith? Because I think it has to be demonstrated. I can't. You can't just say, uh, you know, you know, I, I, like I, I believe. You know, you have to put your money where your mouth is. I think. Well, doesn't it start with God demonstrating what our faith in Him, in Him results in? So it starts with His demonstration, and then and then we have to demonstrate we believe in Him. Is it a two step proposition? So, so in other words, well, let's take love for example. Yeah, the Bible says that we love because He first loved us. Is that what you're getting at? Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. So how do we? So maybe that's how, how do we demonstrate our faith? Well, we demonstrate. So so love is something just like that, right? You 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 can say you love your spouse, but how do you demonstrate that to your spouse? Well, I demonstrate that to my spouse by, you know, these these things that I do. I show my love. I'm I'm patient. I'm kind. I'm, you know, those things. Those things that demonstrate love. I guess what I'm talking about is is a non-believer would tell you there's no proof. That there's a God. So until He demonstrates, God demonstrates uh, uh, in in practical terms a miracle that we can say, well, it, we know that that's that's got God's you know handwriting signature on it. Is that faith though? Then I mean, if you're looking for evidence, I thought we said that. that no, no well, you're right. Wait. But you could argue that 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 needs to be. Some of that has to be there before you can say, well, at least there's some proof that there's a God, and so now I can have faith in that. Well, okay, you brought up love was thrown in there, too. I think that there's kind of an intangible quality to love and to faith that until you have experienced it in some way, it, it's hard for someone else to explain it to you. I can't, I can tell you all about love. I can tell you all about faith. But until you have felt love, until you have felt faith, it, it doesn't mean the same thing right. to you, right. no matter how much I tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah, you, I like you that. have no, you have no. They have no placeholder for it in their life for them to go take that and put it in there and go. Oh, yeah. I see. There's no, there's no holder in their life. And like Scott was saying, wouldn't that first step have to come from God? That that first feeling of faith. God had to put you on the path in the place where mm-hmm. that happened. Well, and the Bible also says that we. The only way we can come to God is that the Spirit draws us. So. I would say though that the Spirit is doing that to every single person because the Bible says God, God loves all and wants all to come to a relationship with Him. So I think the Spirit is drawing, uh, drawing every 
every person that ever lived and ever will live. The question is, are people res- do people respond to that? Are they so? God loves us first. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then is seeking us. Yeah, definitely. His, his, but we his, have to. We his, have his, to be reciprocal in well, that. Yeah, his spirit's always. I think his spirit's always, um, always drawing us towards him. Always. Now we may not recognize that, but his spirit's always drawing us because because that's what he does. It's just like the 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 um, different parables in the Bible, you know, and uh, you know, I think of the I think of the prodigal son where. Um, the son went off and the father was constantly you know looking for him constantly waiting for him to return and when he returns you know he loves him and you know i think it's that sort of thing it's you know god wants a relationship with 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 all of mankind and it's us who wander and who you know like pam said about her life and like i could talk about my life and times where you know you you you're just lost a little bit and you just don't you just don't know and it's, it's not it's it's a it's a Faith is a definitely a journey. It's not something you just do one time. You know, I have faith, and that's 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 done with. I think it's a we're all on a faith journey. I love the the passage that says that God works all things together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And so, no matter what happens in your life, whether we deem it good or bad, you know, God's God's capable of of using those things. In our life, for our good, somehow, some way, right? Even through the darkest times, through the times when we're far away, and uh, God's not far away, but we may we may be far away. Um, that God's God's going to work those together for our good. How would you describe um, the best friends in your life? Who you obviously, if that's where they are in in your life, you have faith in them. How would you describe someone, you know, saying, you know, let's say Pete as an example, who yeah. you grew up with, best friend. What What is it about him that makes you have faith in him and, and in your relationship with him? That's a, that's a great question. I think it's probably, probably many things. I, I, you know, I'll definitely, you know, won't cover all of them. But I think some of ours is his, uh, you know, our affection for one another, Right. Our, uh, I know that Pete would always be there for me. I was that, talking, that that to me, that's what I was waiting to hear. Yeah, from, I think that that's to it. Me like that, is it in a nutshell? Of, they're they're there for me. Just that that to me is yeah. is how, where the faith. How many friends do you have that you would call uh, your three o'clock in the morning friend? In other words, you could call at three o'clock in the morning, and they would pick up, and no matter what you needed or asked, they would be there. I have a few of those. I have a few of those three, four o'clock in the morning friends that I could call. Now, I'm not talking about. I know that probably both of you would, if I called you up, being pastors, you know, or I would do it for you. But I mean, like, you know, these lifelong right. type friends. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Pete would be one of those. I would say, Pete, I need you to. Yes, the answer is yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's just it doesn't matter what the question is. The yeah. answer is yes. It's three o'clock in the morning, and you need me. Yeah. What is My it? friend Darcy, I could knock on her door at any point in time, and there would be a cup of tea ready for me, you know, <laughs> in minutes. And yeah. it yeah. doesn't matter; doesn't matter day or night. I could knock on that door, and she would be there for whatever I needed. And it's interesting when you're when when there is a need in your life, and there are people that reveal themselves in that way. 
that's yeah. that's an amazing thing to witness when you it's like I I I didn't know that they they were going to step up like that and then you you know you that you talk about you know faith and believing in faith more when people step up and you know that's yeah. that's incredible yeah do you guys um a lot of people now say, oh, you know, turn your phone off and put it in a different room, stuff like that. I keep my phone right beside my bed. I keep it on for that reason. The call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, I want to be there. Sure. You know, I mean, and I've had some of those calls. Yeah. Unfortunately. With all that said, can't, and we're going to, Pam, with your uh, support, we're going to put it on Jeff to, to wrap faith up in a nutshell. Ah, yes. one, <laughs> one word. One word. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Scott. Five tops. Three. I'm a three words. Scott Alexander Hazen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I just like Scott Alexander. I, I, when I when I talk about Scott, I say Scott Alexander. I go, who's that? They always ask me that. You know, and I go, you never listen to radio when you know back in the 30s and 40s. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because I've had these dual identities, you know, my whole career anyway. Yeah. And I used to get confused, and I even started my radio career with my real name, Scott Hazen. It just didn't sound real good, so I changed it to Alexander very, very early on, maybe a year in, maybe not even that. Um, but I used to catch myself introducing myself to to people out of context. Now, you know, they'll know me by the radio name or they'll know me by my real name. And so sometimes I would... I. Even even over the years when I should have had that all figured out in my mind, I'll especially talking to someone, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, you are taking a, whole, a long time to get to this end right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And that is I, I give them the wrong name, and then I correct myself, and then and they have to be wondering, who is this guy? He doesn't even know his <laughs> own name. Hey, let me ask you, didn't, didn't you used to work for Froggy? Yeah. Okay. What was your frog? Oh, yeah. That, well, that was that's a whole other thing. Yeah. What was that name? What was your name there? Yeah, James Pond. <laughs> Come on! Yeah. You just made that up. No. <laughs> no. No. That that was that was the name. Yeah. And it was almost a deal breaker because when they went to hire me, they said, "Do you realize you have you have to take a a froggy name? Yeah. You can't use the name you had used in this market for you know yeah. thirty some years. You can't you can't use that." And uh, and I almost said no because I you know I don't know. Did they tell you that name or did they? They gave me a list. They did gave they? me a list of about oh, thirty names. And I, yeah, and I, <laughs> I can't imagine what the other twenty nine were. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember wish, any of them? Oh, uh, oh, that's funny. I, I sh oh, I used to know all of them, and I can't uh, now on the spot here. I can't think. Okay, of so here's our job for next podcast. <laughs> yeah, we all have to come up with names. Oh, Dave, Dave like the, the guy I worked for for many years was David Hopperfield. <laughs> There's, there's one of them, yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to come up with names for ourselves. No, uh, for each other. <laughs> That's okay. Better. Okay. For each other. So let's hear something. We'll do this. We'll go this way. I, I, I'm going to do yours. You do Pam's. Pam does mine. Right. Okay. Next okay. episode. Next episode on Not Your Father's okay. Faith with Jeff, Pam, and Scott. For comments, feedback, or show suggestions, comments especially about names that we're going to give Pam. Go to our Facebook page at freedomlifecenter.org. It's freedomlifectr.org. Love to hear from you. Give us an idea and we'll do it on the show. That's right. All right. <laughs>